terms, consider the Battleground Talkers Tour your remedy. remedy. Get the facts from Larry Elder, Dennis Prager, and Michael Medved. October 25th at the Radisson Blue Mall of America. VIP tickets are sold out, but preferred seating and general admission are available at am1280thepatriot.com. You're listening to AM 1280 The Patriot. Did you know that some of your favorite AM 1280 The Patriot shows are available in podcast form? Listen on demand at am1280thepatriot.com. Just click on the podcast tab. That's am1280thepatriot.com. Click on podcasts. Up next, we've got the Northern Alliance Radio Network with Brad Carlson. But first, a quick look at the weather. Old Man Winter's caught up with us. We've got snow showers and rain showers throughout the rest of the day. Tonight's going to get a low of about 29 degrees. The views expressed on the following program do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management. This is the Northern Alliance Radio Network, the longest-running conservative talk show in the Twin Cities. It's great to be back in Minnesota today. Political analysis of the good, the bad, and the outright crazy. Now, here's your headline act, Mitch Bird. Welcome back, Twin Cities and world. It's the wind beneath the right wing. The show that sends send us your tired, huddled masses yearning to see red. We're the Northern Alliance Radio Network, making talk radio great again. My name, Mitch Berg, in for Brad Carlson, who's off on assignment today. I'm normally heard Saturdays on the headliner edition. Uh, Brad, of course, is the closer. I uh, heard every Sunday from 1 to 3. I, I kind of enjoy popping over here once in a while and uh, seeing how the Sunday half lives. It's, 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 it's a fun time. Always is. Different audience, usually. Although, welcome to all of you who are part of the usual Saturday crowd here as well. Uh, anyway, enjoy uh, coming out here. And by the way, perhaps you've heard there's a bit of weather going on outside here in the Twin Cities. So I just have to issue this special weather bulletin to all Minnesotans, especially in the metro area. Be careful. Seek shelter. There is snow and rain. Don't go on the roads. You will die. Uh, Special addendum to all North Dakotans in the audience. Set condition green plus. Maybe button your jacket if you need to. It's the Minnesotans are going to get a little crazy out there. Anyway, uh, big show today. Actually, it's going to be a lot of fun. We're going to have uh, Senate candidate Jim Newberger joining us in a bit here. And also Greg Ryan, who's running for U.S. House in the 4th Congressional District against uh, the <laughs> insufferable Betty McCollum. I shouldn't say she's insufferable. I mean, Amy Klobuchar, who, by the way, is Jim Newberger's opponent uh, in the upcoming race, has built a career out of being innocuous saying nothing that would offend anyone, at least that would ever be reported in Minnesota, and basically doing nothing but remaining pleasant, cooking hot dishes, and occasionally on cue signaling the proper virtue uh, to the, the Twin Cities metro progressives. And as little as Amy Klobuchar does, Betty McCollum is even less. Her signature, quote, achievement end quote, in her 74 years in Washington, has been cutting the U.S. Army's and the National Guard's advertising at NASCAR events. That's it. She's had, what, a 24, 26-year political career, and that's all she's done. Uh, Other than vote with the Democrat majority on every single issue, which that's that's fine. That's what she's elected to do. I mean, when people say... So-and-so voted with the majority X number of times. Well, that's why people vote for them, to, 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 vote, to 
to support the interests of the party they represent. I got no problem with the fact that her 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 rating probably gets a hundred and ten percent from the American uh, liberal commissariat or whatever they call it. Uh, but the fact is, she has done nothing, nothing. And and when I say done nothing, I don't mean in a good way because if government does nothing. I mean, the government that does best is the one that does the least. I get that. But no, she's not like a libertarian who does nothing, who goes to Washington and says, "Uh, no laws, nothing. No, no, she votes yes on all the stupid laws, votes no on all the good reforms. Basically, basically when when the uh, teachers union says jump, she says off what and how high. And that's. Uh, that's what Greg Ryan is running against. Now, obviously, it's the 4th Congressional District, a district that, like the 5th in Minneapolis uh, and Hennepin County, could endorse a wind-up set of teeth, those chattery teeth things that you see at parties, you know, at the novelty stores. And that would probably get 55% of the vote in a place like St. Paul or Minneapolis because that's the way the voters roll. Whatever the Democratic Party says, they pretty much do without thinking which we'll talk about perhaps a little later on in the broadcast, seems to be how they approach all these things. Uh, but I want to talk about this this, uh, this past week. One of my ongoing, for lack of a better term, fixations has been the way the local media reports their polling. Now, I first ran into this in 2010. Uh, during the gubernatorial election in 2010, eight years ago, about this time eight years ago, the week before the election, uh, the Star Tribune Minnesota poll came out with a poll that showed Mark Dayton was ahead of Tom Ember by some biz- absurd margin, 12 points, blowout level victory. And and the election itself turned out to be close, like a quarter of a point, very close. And I went back through 60 years, 50, 60, since the 1940s. Heck, by that point, it was like like 70 years, 75 years of Star Tribune Minnesota poll records. And I found some interesting stuff. I found uh, back in the 1940s, from 1948, when they first started doing the Minnesota poll, up until about 1960, the Minnesota poll tended to show Republicans doing a little better than they wound up doing. Not a dramatic amount, a few points better than they wound up polling. And it's worth pointing out, by the way, that a poll is not an election. The only poll that really matters is the election day itself. A poll is a snapshot of a period in time uh, according to a certain selected set of people that you're, whose opinions you're getting to try and gauge the, the opinions of a much larger group of people. And it all depends on the people that you pick to survey. In the case of something like the Minnesota poll, you're, you're picking between 600 and 1,000 people throughout a state of 5.5 million to try and get an idea of what they think, how they think, how they're going to vote, what they're going to do, what the election's going to look like. And and so polling by its nature is frightfully imperfect. That being said, I noticed some interesting consistencies in the Star Tribune Minnesota poll. Like I said, 1948 to 1960, they tended to show Republicans doing a little better than they ended up doing by two points maybe. If a Republican won an election 50 to 48, uh, the poll would have said 52-46 or something like that, right? And then for the next 20-odd years, the differences were pretty much within the statistical margin of error. 
I mean, to the extent that I do statistical margins of error, they were all over the place. They were seemingly random. I mean, no poll, almost no poll is ever right on. Almost no poll that you find will ever be a snapshot that correctly, exactly, precisely predicts the, uh, predicts the outcome of an election. It happens, but it's really rare. I think it was Rasmussen almost precisely got the 2004 election right uh, to the great deal of derision by a lot of Democrats up until it came true and John Kerry lost unexpectedly. But it's rare. It's really rare they get it right. But again, for about 28 years, from about the early 1960s to 1988, the Star Tribune Minnesota poll, uh, its its inaccuracies varied and very didn't seem to vary in any particular direction. But and and I I noticed this starting in 1988 when a fellow named Rob Daves took over the Minnesota poll for the Star Tribune. There was a, a, a tendency right then, and that was that the the performance of Democrats in elections uh, in in these polls, they, they started over basically showing that the Democrats were going to do a lot better than they ended up doing in in the final election results, and it was it was a pretty significant, constant, consistent thing. If there was an election coming up. The poll issued right before the election would show the Democrat doing some number of points better than they wound up doing. And what I found out even more consistently was this. And this is absolutely the truth. As I, as, I mean, the numbers are right there. The closer the election ended up being, the more of an advantage the Minnesota poll gave Democrats right before the election. And one of the worst examples was 2010. May have been the worst, although there were a number of really bad ones. But in this one, right before the election, within a week of the election, I think it was the Sunday before the Sunday before, eight, eight, nine days before the election, Minnesota poll came out, gave Mark Dayton a 12-point advantage. Like I said, it wound up being a quarter of a point. 8,000 votes separated the two. Now, was it a complete statistical anomaly? Because remember, correlation, least of all in political statistics, correlation does not equal causation. Just because you find a correlation doesn't mean that that's the reason for it. It's entirely possible. There's an entirely random set of circumstances that led to uh, differences between the the Star Tribune, Minnesota polls prediction of a Democrat's uh, of Democrat turnout and voting patterns being drastically better for the Democrats than they turned out being in the elections, the closer the election turned out being. It's entirely possible. It's just a random happenstance, just random, unpredictable circumstances that that just dropped out of the sky unpredictably, excuse me, unexpectedly. It's possible. I'm just saying after 30 years, that sort of stretches credibility to me i mean correlation doesn't equal causation but if it walks like a duck talks like a duck and pulls like a duck maybe you start to think that correlation between walking talking and pulling means you're talking about a duck and the reason i bring this up is not duck season although if that's your thing mazel tov 
But the reason I bring this up is we've had another round of these polls coming up this past weekend. Predictably, they showed that uh, Democrats in Minnesota are facing a, a, a fairly brisk cheerful electoral season for them uh, at the to the disadvantage of the Republicans in the upcoming race here. And I've this has been part of a pattern. The closer the elections look and and by the way, I mean the smart money has been saying Minnesota was going to be a uh, a very competitive state this year, especially in the 1st and 8th congressional districts. Republicans slightly favored in both of those races. Karen Housley stands a good chance of upsetting Tina Smith. And we've got a number of races, other other races that are, that are close, that the Democrats have been pouring money into, where the good conservative turnout, Republican turnout in this last four weeks could basically hold these seats for the Minnesota GOP. And so, who to thunk it? A poll comes out a month before the election showing Democratic Senate candidates leading by biblical margins in the upcoming election. I quote the piece uh, that that came out from NBC News uh, this past week, and I quote, A glum picture for the GOP comes as both parties point to the state's four competitive House races as bellwether contests in the race for control of the lower chamber. The poll finds that 53% of likely voters prefer a Congress controlled by Democrats after the November midterm elections, while 41% prefer Republicans. Now, the one gaping flaw in this, I shouldn't say gaping flaw, but one thing that needs to be pointed out about this particular NBC Marist poll is that this is the same precise, self-same, exact, identical poll to the one that showed Lori Swanson winning the DFL primary pretty easily and Tim Pawlenty clobbering Jeff Johnson in the Republican primaries. By the way, they were off by 28 points in that matchup. That's NBC Marist, one of the, quote, reputable, end quote, polling shops. But then the polls coming from the mainstream media the Star Tribune Minnesota poll, the NBC Marist poll, the Survey USA poll that Channel 5 uses here in the Twin Cities. I'm going to suggest for your approval that these are not about accuracy. They're not about necessarily providing an accurate snapshot of where the electorate is at this point. It's about something else altogether. We'll get back to that in a moment here. Northern Alliance Radio Network, AM 1280, The Patriot, 651 289-4488. The number to call. Join us, if you would, please. Be right back. Who's who in the midterms? What do they stand for? And how will it affect my family? Will they cut taxes? Fix health care? If you have a stress headache from all the noise of the midterms, Consider the Battleground Talkers Tour your remedy. Get the facts from Larry Elder, Dennis Prager, and Michael Medved. October 25th at the Radisson Blue Mall of America. Snag your preferred seating tickets now at am1280thepatriot.com. Understand the issues. Remove the stress. Message and data rates may apply. Please don't text while driving. If you've been in business more than 20 minutes, you've probably printed your logo on all kinds of promotional products. We all know logos work. Because they're on everything from the top of skyscrapers to the bottom of shoes. Ever wondered why or how to best use your logo to grow your business? 
Let us show you today for free. We're 4imprint, promotional product experts at your service. We're giving away the latest issue of Amplify, the digital magazine that reveals promotional product success stories absolutely free to everyone who texts WOW11 to 88988. At 4imprint, we make your logo look perfect on thousands of promotional items. With our 100% guarantee, it'll be right the first time, on time, every time. Your free e-magazine will reveal invaluable insights that can attract new customers, build your brand, and grow your business. Get the latest issue of Amplify absolutely free by texting WOW11 to 88988. That's W-O-W-1-1 to 88988. Hi, this is Matthew with the Kingdom Builders. I don't have one thing in my life that I can boast about. Every single thing that is good is a direct result of Christ's salvation in my life. Matthew uh, is one that you might be talking to if you call our number. He's my son-in-law. We've established a great relationship over the past few years, and we pray that that might continue as he serves in the capacity of, of running the office. Well, when someone calls, usually I just try to see what their needs are and whether it's estimating for gutters or a roof or a repair if the roof is leaking. My focus is just always on trying to honor God in how I interact with people. You know, I just try not to add anything or subtract anything from what the Lord would have us do. I'm really excited to be fielding your calls today and talking to you about the needs you might have on your roof or gutters. For a free and obviously no obligation estimate, contact us by phone at 612-900-9166 or look us up online at thekingdombuilders.net. Dreaming of a better life for your family starts with your decisions today. Hi, this is Marty Young at Online Trading Academy. We teach skills to create an income to live your life your way. Take the time to invest in you. Join us for a free investing class by dialing pound 250. Use the keyword OTA. Again, pound 250, keyword OTA. Online Trading Academy. Radio! AM 1280, The Patriot, Northern Alliance Radio Network, 651-289-4488. I heard that part, and I regret not letting my parents make me take piano lessons. Nothing like an overdriven Hammond B3. Six five one two eight nine four four eight eight. the number to call. Join us, won't you please? My name is Mitch Berg, in for Brad Carlson. Don't forget, the Battleground Talkers Tour is coming up. Now, most of the tickets are gone. I mean, most of, all the VIP tickets, boom, done. Can't get them. All the VIP dinner tickets, they've been sold out a long time ago. The Narn table has been locked up solid for a long time. But there are still uh, the $20 general admission tickets available, and I think there are still some preferred seating upgrades available. So you get a little better seat. But this thing is going to be as close to a sellout as, as we've ever had. People are fired up for this election, and they are <laughs> they are very, very enthusiastic, shall we say, especially you in this audience. I mean, you know, you know when stuff matters, and you know what does matter. So get in on it. Go to am1280thepatriot.com. Uh, pick up your tickets now. Now, that ties in as it happens with the next subject here. The uh, the, the current subject, I should say. The uh, NBC News Marist poll showed the Democratic uh, Senate candidates leading by uh, colossal margins. 
Uh, the headline said, Democrats up big in Minnesota as Trump approval sags. Democrats are up by double digits in Senate governor races and lead on congressional control. And the article leads, two years after Donald Trump came close to carrying Minnesota in the presidential election, Democrats enjoyed double-digit leads in the state's two Senate races, its gubernatorial contest, and in voters' preference for likely party control of Congress, while more than four in ten likely voters strongly disapprove of the president's job performance. Well, there's a shock. Now, that's by the way, this is an NBC News Marist poll. Uh, And it says another way, uh, put another way, if the midterm election was tomorrow— uh, 54% of likely voters in the state say they would vote for the Democrat, while just 40% chose the Republican. Huh. Democrats had the advantage on that question among all age groups, income levels in every region except the conservative southern area of the states. Now, whenever you look at these, you have to look at what are called the crosstabs, who they actually asked, where they are, to the extent that they're ever really available to you. The, uh, the, the, polls, are, I mean, the, the polls are a result of who they poll. And to a great extent, the selection of who they poll is an extension of the confirmation bias of the pollster in many cases. This is what we saw in the Star Tribune Minnesota poll for all those years, from 1988 until the early mid-2010s. When Rob Daves ran the poll, Rob, I'm not going to say he was an unethical pollster. I'm saying that for some miraculous reason... The polling samples that the Star Tribune used heavily favored Democrats. And by the way, there's, there, there may be a perfectly innocent ethical reason for that. It could be entirely that the, the polling turnout numbers are based on previous elections and the reasons people come out to elections vary from election to election, which, by the way, I'm going to suggest to you is the reason that this poll is is completely wrong. Well, one of the reasons this poll is completely wrong, because I do believe that the confirmation bias does play into a political motive. This is something I first talk about, no, I talked about back in late 2010, early 2011, when I was analyzing, doing the, the math, basically, on the uh, kind of bizarre performance of the Minnesota poll, and at that time, the Humphrey Institute poll, which did all the same things the Minnesota poll did, only worse. I mean, they had Mark Dayton winning by something like 18 points in that same poll. And they were even more consistently over-the-top supporting Democrats uh, the closer the elections got throughout their six-year history. They, By the way, they, they discontinued that poll after 2010. I don't know if my reporting on the subject had anything to do with it, but I'd like to hope so. <laughs> on the other hand, it could just be that that honest, intellectually honest academics looked at it and said, you know, we don't want to assign our name to this piece of trash anymore. Anyway, one of the things I noticed in doing a little bit of digging, uh, I, I, I noticed something, and this tied into the, the time I spent raising kids, which I did for a long time. Raising kids, growing up around kids, having been a kid once. And I know that one thing every single person who watches the TV show Cops knows instinctively is if you think someone did something and their response is, you can't prove it, it's an admission of guilt. <laughs> I mean, that's something that will stand up in court. That's a good thing. But in the world of academics and its dumb step-cousin political public opinion polling, I'm going to suggest to you it works the same way. If there's a poll 
that year in and year out is just as ludicrous as the Star Tribune poll or so far this year, the NBC Marist poll or back in the early 2010s, the St. Cloud State University poll, by the way, which was perhaps the worst of all at this whole idea of overpolling Democrat turnout just before the election. There's some smoke. There's some fire. There's a walking, talking, polling duck to use the example from the first segment. And and they rationalize it. Uh, they There's one, one quote from a guy who ran the St. Cloud State University poll, which I believe may still be in operation. Uh, in, in, in describing his response to people saying the poll was biased, he said, please show me one credible study that shows people change their mind on the basis of a poll. In other words, saying, oh, you can't prove we did it, which, again, you're dealing with kids. You just know that's an admission of guilt right there. On the other hand, yes, yes, I can show you a credible study that shows people change their minds on the basis of a poll. This is something I introduced my audience to, you too, eight years ago. A study by a Dr. Albert Mirabian, who published a study entitled, and I quote, The Effects of Poll Reports on Voter Preferences. This is from the abstract summary. This is from a, a psycho, uh, psychology industry magazine, uh, academic journal, I should say. Uh, but the abstract reads, and I'm going to draw your attention to a couple parts of this. Results of these two experimental studies described in the article uh, entitled Effects of Poll Reports on Voter Preferences uh, constituted the clear experimental demonstration of how polls influence voters. Now, pay attention to this part. Findings showed that voters tended to vote for those who they were told were leading in the polls. Furthermore, that these poll-driven effects on votes were substantial. I'm going to say that again. Findings showed that voters tended to vote for those who they were told were leading in the polls. Furthermore, that those poll-driven effects on votes were substantial. Now, the article doesn't say how substantial. And let me tell you, the magazine in which it appeared, the Journal of Applied Social Psychology, is not something you walk down to border, borders, Barnes and Noble to find casually. But Dr. Merabian, who, by the way, is a distinguished psychologist, uh, sociologist, psychologist, social psychologist at University, of, I believe, University of California, Los Angeles, noted what he called a bandwagon effect in voter responses to poll results. And I quote the abstract effects on polls on vote, uh, rather effects of polls on votes tended to be operative throughout a wide spectrum of initial. In other words, pre poll voter preferences, voter preferences ranging from undecided to moderately strong. There was a limit on poll effects. However, as noted in study number two, polls failed to influence votes when voter preferences were very strong to begin with. In other words, if you are a fire-breathing conservative, seeing that, I don't know, Kurt Bills is trailing badly in the polls isn't necessarily going to make you vote for Amy Klobuchar or to stay home. But if you're one of the people in the great mushy middle, it has an effect. I mean, in 2010, I would have voted for Tom Emmer even if he was 12 points behind in the polls. Or 10 points out of the game, as the St. Cloud State University poll showed at the time. I will vote for Karen Housley, 
no matter what the NBC Marist poll says. But among people who don't live and breathe politics, among people who don't do weekend talk shows, among people who don't listen to said talk shows, well, according to Dr. Merabian, that's another story. And I quote, additional findings of considerable interest showed that the effects of polls were stronger for women than for men and were also stronger for more, uh, and, and more volatile, in other words, more emotional and more submissive, in other words, uh, among less dominant people, which is important in a year like this year when the DFL is worried about women deserting the Democrat Party. Remember, 52% of white women voted for Donald Trump. So they are panicking about women who are supposed to be integral members, charter ticket holders on the Democrat plantation. The notion that bandwagoneering affects women more than men is political gold for Democrats. Back to Dr. Morabi, and especially noteworthy is my discussion, Dr. Morabian's discussion of similarities and differences between study methods and real-life political campaigns, beginning with uh, uh, paragraph 2128, overall results. Uh, the political science literature contains a number of empirical studies that test for bandwagon behavior in voting. Uh, the tendency to pervert, for an example, Bob Dole over Steve Forbes depended on the polls presented to the vote. This is going back to 1996. Depended on the polls presented to the voters. Voters are more likely to vote for Dole when he leads in the opinion poll compared to the situation with Forbes leading. Bandwagoning is a real thing. Democrats get this. If you wanted to engineer voter results, what better way to do it than to discourage people who might depart your plantation? Scheduled to have Jim Newberg coming up next. Go nowhere. It's the Northern Alliance. We're right back. Join Gene Sullivan each week on Where You Live, where he takes on... Uh, Gene, who do you take on anyway? Maniacal landlords, slippery renters, overbearing HOA boards, demanding homeowners. Oh, and the legislative lunacy brought on by local politicians wanting to fix everything for us. It's a common sense perspective on the news and stories that affect you the most, right where you live. Join Gene Sullivan every Saturday morning at 10 a.m. on AM 1280, The Patriot. Hey, it's Lee Michaels here for the Minnesota Horse and Hunt Club in Prior Lake. The Horse and Hunt Club is one of the premier sporting facilities in the world, and it's open to the public. This place is simply awesome. There are five different sporting clay courses that provide 30 different shooting scenarios. Memberships are available as well. You can hunt pheasants, turkey, partridge, ducks, and more. And don't forget to stop by Triggers for lunch or dinner. Maybe try some of their delicious bacon-wrapped pheasant bites. For pricing and details, visit horseandhunt.com. My dad says I'm his pride and joy. My mommy says I was her big surprise. 
My mom says I'm her best helper. I'm adopted. My dad says I was a gift. That's right, kids. Each of you are a miracle and a blessing from God. Hello, my name is Angie. I work with Pro-Life Across America. The Billboard people. If you know someone who is pregnant and in need of confidential counseling, including alternatives to abortion or post-abortion assistance, please call Pro-Life Across America at 1-800-366-7773 or check us out online at prolifeacrossamerica.org. Pro-Life Across America is educational, non-political, and tax-deductible. Please help support our life-saving outreach. A baby child is being 18 days from conception. Pro-Life Across Are your credit cards maxed out? Do you owe more than $10,000? Are you juggling your bills only making minimum payments? Credit card companies are playing a dirty trick on you. They want you to think you must pay it all back, and that's simply not true. Credit card companies hate it when we expose their secrets. In fact, there are ways you can become debt-free and you don't have to pay the entire amount you owe. National Debt Relief offers programs that help you escape overwhelming credit card debt. National Debt Relief has helped tens of thousands Thousands of people just like you reduce more than $1 billion of debt. National Debt Relief has earned an A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau. They're also the number one rated debt relief program by top consumer reviews and top 10 reviews. Don't declare bankruptcy or take out a consolidation loan. Settle your debt for a mere fraction of what you owe. Call National Debt Relief now at 800-645-1660. 800-645-1660. 800-645-1660. AM 1280, The Patriot, Northern Alliance Radio Network, 651-289-4488, the number to call, join us, won't you please, you can also join me on Twitter, hashtag Narn Show, that's N-A-R-N Show, the official tag of the Northern Alliance Radio Network on Twitter, operators are standing by in both cases, and by the way, standing order on this broadcast, as always, for 14 and a half years now, is if you disagree with me, you get on first. Unless, of course, we have a guest on, in which case the guest goes on first. That's where we're at right now. Uh, up next, again on this broadcast, uh, running for the United States Senate against uh, Amy Klobuchar, uh, our next guest, happy to have Jim Newberger back on the show. Representative Newberger, thanks for uh, coming on with us today. How's it going out there? Oh, it's going great, Mitch. And I just, uh, just got to say, every time I listen to your show... Your bumper music gets better and better every week. I don't know who's pulling your music, but give them a give them a give them a bonus. Today it's uh, it's 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 Brad produce uh, Brad's producer uh, Adam, who I have not bestowed a nickname on yet because he hasn't done enough of the Saturday show. This is something you got to work your way up to uh, here at the uh, at Salem the, Twin Cities. <laughs> how about the bumper king? The bumper, you know, you you will leave the campaigning to you, and uh, leave the leave the producer nicknames to me. We got a division of labor here, okay? <laughs> but uh, but Adam sends his thanks, and he's uh, perfectly willing to run with that. I suspect, and who knows, Brad may just uh, run with that anyway. So uh, so Jim, absolutely great to have you back here. We we've, we've talked a couple times during this campaign here. Uh, so many questions, but the big one I always have is is we're starting to see the polls, uh, the media polls uh, popping up here. And, of course, predictably, inevitably, they're showing these biblical Democrat 
uh, turnout numbers here that that I just don't see a lot of people replicating out there in the field. What are you seeing among the Minnesota electorate as you uh, traverse the state, Jim Newberger? Oh, Mitch, it's the message that we have uh, is is resonating with folks. And just remember that these polls were the same. These are the same companies that said, you know, Donald Trump was down by at least 10 points a week before the election. Don't bother to come and vote. The Tim Pawlenty, that Tim Pawlenty yeah. was going to win the governor's primary by, by 19 points. Yes. Yeah. That one too. So these, are, these are the same companies that, uh, you know, they sell ink by the barrel. So, you know, at the end of the day, I don't put a lot of stock in them, but yeah. what I do put stock in, Mitch, is, is what folks are telling me around the state. And they are very disgusted by Amy Klobuchar and the uh, rest of the members, uh, the Democrats in, in, as a whole, um, especially after the, the Kavanaugh hearing and the way that the hearings and the way that all transpired. Um, I've had folks come up to me and say, you know, Jim, I voted for Amy Klobuchar in the past. I'll never vote for her again because I'm so disgusted by the way that he was treated and the way that they've, they've turned our government into just this sideshow. And I agree. And that is a, a message uh, that, that's getting back to me, and we're communicating to folks. And I'm very confident. I'm very uh, – this is a four-way race. This is not just Newberger versus Klobuchar. There are two others in this race who are going to pull substantial number of, numbers of votes um, off, of the, uh, off of the D side of the ballot. So um, this is anyone's race right now, Mitch. Absolutely, oh, I, I I'm getting that feeling out there that it could very well be. I, I don't yeah. think I don't think the polling organizations are controlling for the revulsion that so many people, honestly, on both sides, felt about about the way those hearings were handled, and especially. And this is the part that blows my mind, uh, Jim Newberger. Uh, Amy Klobuchar spends twelve years. Uh, 12, uh, she spends an entire political re- career building a, a reputation of being completely innocuous, of doing nothing mm. more controversial than making casseroles, uh, hot dishes, whatever, in the annual mm. Senate bake-off. That's the only <laughs> claim for fame she has. Suddenly, she comes out and basically flings plates, uh, rhetorically speaking, at, at Judge Kavanaugh. This is when right. she decides to turn into fire-breathing uh, dragon. I, I thought it was curious timing there, Jim Newberger. Well, you're right, and I think it's just a culmination of things. Um, it, it, this really goes back to her deciding to throw her base under the bus, and she, I think that was a pretty bold move on her part. If you go back to 2016, before we had the presidential election, remember Minnesota, we had the preference poll, and Yep. Think back in your mind, who who smoked the poll? Who won overwhelmingly for the Democrats? It was Bernie Sanders. Yep. And that was in the spring, or early, late winter, early spring. You fast forward uh, into the late summer, when the, or the early summer, when the Democrats had their national convention. Who did Amy Klobuchar openly endorse? Hillary Clinton. <laughs> That's right. She, she threw her base under the bus. That was the start of the great divorce, in my mind, for the Democrats. There are a lot of folks that have had it with uh, with Amy, and uh, they're going to the Green Party, they're going to the Marijuana Party, or they're just or the Libertarian Party. They said, you know what, uh, the Democrats don't represent me anymore. But that that was just the start, Mitch. Um, Amy Klobuchar uh, was a, a keynote speaker for a George Soros fundraiser just this year. It was early this year out in California that Resist Movement, and that is the same organization that's funding none other than Keith Ellison. Right. Amy Klobuchar is campaigning. She supports Keith Ellison. She still supports Al Franken. 
And she's really, I think she's worn out her credit card, uh, her political credit card, so to speak. And with this Kavanaugh, um, this whole Kavanaugh fiasco, because it wasn't just Kavanaugh that she threw under the bus. You know, if you if you look at it, um, just if you look at it logically, analytically, she also threw Dr. Ford under the bus because they don't care who they burn to achieve their goals. And at the end of the day, people are tired of that. Yeah, that that's and and of course, I mean, her and and Tina Smith both have been yeah. jamming Karen Monahan under the bus and 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 shoving her under there with shovels uh, just because oh, absolutely. because this whole believe women thing gets shut off entirely when you're talking about a Keith Ellison or an Al Franken or a or a Bill Clinton for that matter. Right. It's it, and and I'm yeah. I'm hoping that people who are at least moderately intellectually redeemable start to get that, <laughs> even on the Democrat well, side. You know, I was I was I was up in uh, the Iron Range uh, a week and a half ago, and we were talking to voters uh, in these little uh, little range towns. And we had we're walking out of a little cafe, and this uh, sweet little uh, little uh, old gal comes up to me, and she says, "She goes, you're Jim Newberger," and I said, "I sure am." She said, "You know," she said, um, "I voted for Amy Klobuchar." In the last two elections, she goes, after watching these hearings, she said, I will never vote for her again. Amen. And this was a sweet little old gal who took it upon herself, who would probably never do this, would never take anyone aside to to express that opinion. She felt it important enough to tell me. And that's that's just one of many, Mitch. And so it's going to be an interesting election. And it's all going to boil down to, uh, you know, how much people care about the direction of our country, because it's not just... Newberger and Klobuchar or Housley and Smith. This is what direction do you want our country to go in? I mean, we have turned a corner economically. I mean, we everyone's heard the, the rhetoric and the speeches and the, and the data. They've heard all of the points. I mean, we are headed in a good direction economically. I support our president. I believe in his plan for our country. And, you know, if, if we lose these midterms, uh, if folks want to go back to the old Obama days of big government, big regulation, uh, and more and more malaise, then that's that's the Klobuchar path. And this is a very critical time for us. And I'm I'm I, I'm very hopeful that we're going to do very well in Minnesota uh, just by talking to people around the state for the last 16 months. Six five one two eight nine four four eight eight. If you have questions for Jim Newberger, uh, Jim Newberger, who's running, of course. Uh, against Amy Klobuchar for the United States Senate seat that she's held since 2006. Uh, Jim, now, obviously, there's a there's a solid Democrat base in the metro area. I mean, they can endorse yep. a set of wind-up chattering teeth inside the 494-694 loop and probably get 55% of the vote. So where is your path to victory in terms of voters here in the state of Minnesota? Given that the metro area is such such a blue swamp, uh, yeah. where, where do you go for votes to, to, to flip this thing on Amy Klobuchar? Well, um, first of all, Mitch, I got to laugh because your, your, uh, your little word picture of wind up chattering teeth, that's pretty, <laughs> that's, 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 that's why that's, I make the that's, big that's, bucks. That, you get an you're, yeah, you're the, that was good. Um, where do we go? Uh, I will tell you this, that the, uh, folks in the Metro, we have made really good inroads. We have official endorsement uh, from the Chinese-American community. These are first-generation folks uh, that have come here from communist China. They came here uh, the legal way, yep. uh, and they're going through the legal process. And they, uh, these are, you want to talk about rock-solid conservatives. Oh, yeah. These are the folks, uh, they, know, they know what big, 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 bad government looks like. So they've endorsed me. We've made really big inroads with the Russian-speaking community and also with the uh, Latino community and also 
really good inroads with the uh, with the Hmong community because a lot of them are business owners. So we're um, we are doing really well in the metro. And the other issue, you know, that we've brought up in the past, and for especially for for um, independent uh, women voters, um, is the whole fact that Senator Klobuchar um, really isn't uh, isn't standing up for women like she always claims that she has done in the past, especially with Ellison, especially with Al Franken, um, and also uh, with um, this year was a historical moment. Um, there was the first female. Uh, director of the CIA that was nominated. Her name came up, and uh, this was this was a milestone for women. And yep. um, you know, Senator Klobuchar, who um, who is very proud of the fact she was the first elected female uh, senator from Minnesota, and she should be proud of that. That's a that's a big deal. Yep. She voted against this appointee. She voted against the very first female um, CIA director uh, nominee from President Trump. So when we talk about women's issues, and we can get a little bit in, more into you know refugee resettlement and that whole um, the whole approach of of some of them, not all, but some want to live under a different form of law, a form of law that treats women like property. Um, this whole thing that Senator Klobuchar will not address. She completely supports this. And let's talk this about that resonating. when we come back because we're hard up against a breaker. Can we keep you for another segment, Jim Newberger? I'm here for you. Absolutely. Yeah. We're talking with Senate candidate Jim Newberger. If you have any questions, give us a call, 651-289-4488. We'll be right back on the Northern Alliance Radio Network, AM 1280, The Patriot. AM 1280, The Patriot. Standard Heating knows some things never get old for us Minnesotans. The fall colors, s'mores, football tailgating. But some things, like your furnace, do get old. And that can mean higher heating bills this fall. Fortunately, if you get a new furnace from Standard Heating this October, you can save at least $1,300. In addition to saving $1,300 on your new high-efficiency furnace, you'll be saving even more money on your heating bills. And saving money never gets old. Your new furnace will provide worry-free comfort for you and your family for years to come. You can count on Standard's neat certified technicians to make installation quick and easy and always be there to keep it working at peak performance. That's why Standard Heating has been a trusted name since 1930. Find out more about saving $1,300 on your new furnace at standardheating.com patriot. Don't wait. This sale ends October 31st. Standard Heating and Air Conditioning, comfort you deserve. Hi, this is Nick Anderson, General Manager of AM1280 The Patriot, and I'd like to remind you to spend your money wisely and use our loyal marketing partners here at this great station. Many of our clients are local businesses who live, work, and play right here in the Twin Cities, and their success in business is our success. For a list of our loyal marketing partners, go to am1280thepatriot.com or call us at 651-405-8800. We thank you for listening and supporting our partners. Policies issued by American General Life Insurance Company, Houston, Texas. Not available in all states. For details, visit aigdirect.com. If you're young and healthy, you don't need life insurance, right? Yeah, that's what I used to think, too, until my brother died at 38. Joe left his wife with two kids, a mortgage, and a stack of bills she couldn't pay. Mary had to sell the house and move everybody into this tiny two-bedroom apartment just to make ends meet. I never want to do that to my wife, so I got life insurance. 
I called AIG Direct and was really surprised how affordable it is. Just $14 a month for $250,000 of term life coverage. Listen, if you have a family, you should seriously think about getting life insurance. You'll feel a lot better having it. Trust me. Call AIG Direct for a free no-obligation quote. The call takes less than five minutes, and you could save up to 70%. Call now, 1-800-981-0472. That's 1-800-981-0472. 1-800-981-0472. Do you long for something better? Family Innovations wants you to know that you can have a better marriage, better relationships, a better view of yourself and the world around you. Family Innovations was created to provide counseling with healing and freedom for everyone who comes to them. Whether you are seeking guidance through a difficult season or freedom from a past trauma, they are the beginning of something better. There is a location near you, so contact FamilyInnovations.com. FamilyInnovations.com. AM 1280, The Patriot, Northern Alliance Radio Network, 651-289-4488, the number to call, should you care to join me, and I hope you do. Also, especially if you have questions for our current guest, Senate candidate Jim Newberger, by the way, uh, Jim, what's your website? How can people find out about more, in your, uh, more about you and your campaign? Oh, that's real easy, Mitch. It's just uh, Jim4, that's F-O-R-U-S-Senate.com, Jim4USSenate.com. And I have actually posted that at shotinthedark.info, so if you uh, can't remember even that much, go to shotinthedark.info. It's all posted all there, ready to go. So what what kind of help do you need, by the way, at this point in the race? I mean, we're getting down to the last month. What, uh, what, how can people help you? What, what can actually bring to the table for you? Oh, that's uh, thanks for asking that, Mitch. Um, we uh, we need folks to get out and door knock for us, or just to just, uh, do some basic volunteer stuff if they want to make some phone calls uh, or knock on a few doors. Um, also, uh, we need still need to raise some money. Uh, this is the most uh, critical part of the campaign, and fundraising is always a it's always it's the lifeblood of a campaign. And if folks are able to chip in a few bucks, uh, or if they're able to chip in a lot of bucks, please do. You can do so very easily uh, on the website. Now the refugee resettlement issue is mm-hmm. is hot uh, outstate, and and this is an issue on which I'm I'm heavily torn in a lot of ways because for starters there are Republicans out there who are saying some deeply deeply stupid things, and I'm I'm soft peddling that until after the election because I'm not going to mm-hmm. undercut any party unit, even party units that are saying stupid stupid things. Oh, I know. I'm, I'm saving I know. that till after the election. On the other hand, there's and 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 by the way, this is about people who are Muslims who are coming to the Republican Party, which is is like mm-hmm. uh, there's nothing in the world more assimilationist than becoming right. a Republican in this in the United States of America. I mean, you couldn't that, that's more assimilationist than than buying a house in Burnsville with a white picket fence. <laughs> well, yeah, well maybe in Prairie. Yeah. Well, yeah, okay, there you go. Uh, or Becker there for that go. matter. But the oh, point yeah, the, especially the, Becker. The the point, yeah. And the point being I'm not going to go there. There's nothing about being tolerant of people who come to this country in good faith wanting to to participate mm-hmm. in this democracy and 
wondering if perhaps some of the policies by which are being people are being brought to this country and dropped in its midsection completely cold, figuratively and literally speaking, might not be the wisest approach. And that is the part of the refugee resettlement issue that I think does deserve some some attention. And you, of course, have been involved in this issue for quite some time, Jim Neuberger. Uh, Tell us more about your, your take on the entire refugee resettlement issue. Well, yeah, thank you. Uh, We really need to have this discussion as a state and as a nation. I live real close to St. Cloud, and we have the largest refugee population uh, in the nation. And I want to be very clear. I don't care what you look like. I don't care where you're from. Uh, I don't care who you are. If you you come here as an immigrant or if you're brought here as a refugee, just come to live under our law. If you can live under American law, great. We want you. You make America great. We need people like that. But if you're coming here uh, or being brought here with the intention of not living under American law, then guess what? America is not for you. Uh, it's, it's a pretty simple concept. Um, and a lot of folks have said, well, Jim, this is just election rhetoric. You know, no, it's not, Mitch. Um, we've, we're having problems um, here in Minnesota. We are the number one ISIS recruitment state in the nation, uh, according to the facts or the numbers that I've seen. And then also in the, uh, in the state legislature, we had to pass a law, a law two years ago that said if you die committing an act of terrorism, you don't get to cash in your life insurance because it was happening. We had to pass a bill uh, in the Minnesota House, and I was a co-author of the bill, that said you don't mutilate your daughters. You don't send them to Michigan and, and, and call it circumcision. We had women uh, in our committee. We had women in our committee uh, who were in tears. They were absolutely in tears, and um, they were saying, "They were saying, please pass this bill. This happened. This happened to me when I was a kid, and I'm under tremendous pressure to have this done to my daughter. So pl- please pass yes. this bill." And we did. Um, and, th- and and we also, if we look at the uh, the whole uh, daycare fraud, where we we have hundreds of millions of dollars that are getting shipped uh, overseas uh, fraudulently, our tax dollars, and part of those dollars, part of those dollars are going to fund terrorism. So if people say Jim or, or Mitch or whoever it is that this isn't, you know, this is just, you know, hot air because it's an election, that's not true. Yeah. This is a real issue that we need to address. And what we need to do is we need to make sure that the people that are coming here are safe, that they're coming here, that we want them, uh, that they're going to be Americans, that they want to live as Americans under our law, and also that the local communities have some say in the matter, because right now they don't. Right now, you're, if, if you live in a community that gets targeted for refugee resettlement, that's it. It's done. It happens. You have very little, if any, recourse in the matter. And you know what? Local communities should, because there's a big tax liability and there's a safety liability or an issue that we, got to, uh, we need to address. So um, should we help refugees? Absolutely. We should always help refugees, because that's part of what makes us a great nation. And by, the, and by the way, I'd like to back up one issue here. I, I, what, is, sure. what is the issue with which the left has been beating the entire country over the head, especially this past yeah. month and a half here? We believe women. We believe victims. We believe those who are mm-hmm. being assaulted. 
Unless they are adolescent Muslim American girls and the parents who who want to push this, uh, who, right. who and and who and who fought against the Republican yeah. majority in passing these gentle mutilation laws, yeah. the enlightened yeah. female Democrats Peggy Flanagan mm-hmm. and hamsters like that fought yeah. back because we have to protect their cultural norms. They would they would throw snake handlers under the bus, oh, uh, no. justifiably so, but female genital mutilation suddenly is sacrosanct so this right. is this, and, yeah go ahead Jim. Oh, you're right you're absolutely right mitch and i was speaking at, at a big event uh, last uh, last january february and i was having this talk and i and, and again we should help refugees i don't care just just live under our law yep. and i was having this talk and i had i got done in a young very well-built uh, uh, middle eastern descent eastern african descent uh, young man came charging up to me. I mean, and I thought, oh, my goodness, here we go. And he came charging up to me. He put his finger in my chest, and he said, Representative Newberger, he said, don't stop fighting for this. Absolutely. And I was really really shocked. And he said, listen, he said, I have two young daughters, and I'm under tremendous pressure within my community to go through with this. He said, please don't stop. And I just, I was really taken aback because I thought I was going to, it was going to go the other way. Absolutely. there, there is a push in these communities. They, there are numbers of these folks that good folks. They are good folks that just want to be Americans. They want this as well. They want us to fight for this. Absolutely, Jim Newberger, uh, Republican Party candidate for United States Senate against Amy Klobuchar. It is definitely go time right now. Your website, Jim for U.S. Senate. That's Jim for spelled out USSenate.com. I've got it posted at shotinthedark.info. Uh, we hope to see you at the election night victory party, Jim Newberger, and absolutely, uh, and help you measure measure those drapes in D.C. Uh, come January. All right. <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate it. You have a great day. Absolutely. You too. Uh, Jim Newberger, of course, uh, the website, jim4ussenate.com. It's posted at shotinthedark.info. If you need to see it, by all means, do. Northern Alliance Radio Network. Oh, we may call you. Well, we're not going to call you Bumper King. But this is spectacular choice, Adam. We may have to come up with a nickname after all. Big Beaver by the borderline. He started playing hockey by the time he was nine. His dad took the hose and froze the backyard. Does your office need a little TLC? Do you notice your bathrooms are a bit smelly? Are the surfaces in your break room a little sticky? And isn't that the same coffee spill on the floor and chili splatter in the microwave from weeks ago? If so, I've got the solution. Hi, I'm Tasha, owner of Forever Cleaning. We're family-owned and offer affordable, reliable office cleaning all over the Twin Cities metro area. So if your office is screaming for help, Call me today. Let's get you scheduled for your free walkthrough so you can receive your free quote at 763-807-9817. If you mention this ad, you will receive 15% off your first month of service. And just for being a loyal Patriot listener, I'll waive your first initial cleaning fee. Again, call 763-807-9817. Or you can visit my website at forevercleaning.com. That's the number four, evrcleaning.com. Remember, forever cleaning is so thorough, you'll wonder if your mom snuck in overnight and cleaned.
Hi, Michelle Malkin here. If you follow my work, you know that one of the biggest outrages I reported on was the trial of abortion doctor Kermit Gosnell. Healthy woman goes into a clinic, comes out dead, and there's no police report? I helped expose the crimes the mainstream media tried to cover up. We had instructions directly from Governor Ridge's office not to inspect abortion clinics. When the producers of the Gosnell movie came to me for help, I jumped at the chance. I personally donated to make sure this film got made. The Gosnell movie opens October 12th. It's amazing. Kermit Gosnell is perhaps the most prolific serial killer in American history. Dean Cain and the entire cast do a superb job bringing this powerful story of good versus evil to the big screen. Nothing that man did that protects women or children. And you don't have to be a pro-life activist to see that. You might be worried that this movie is too scary. It's not. As a mother of two, I promise you, you can and should bring your teenage children to see it. Bring friends and family. You do not want to pass up this unique opportunity to change hearts and minds about abortion. Gosnell, rated PG-13. Did you know that 45% of consumers look at your online reviews, comments, and feedback to decide if they want to do business with you and your company? I'm Nick Anderson, General Manager of Salem Media Group Twin Cities, and I want to introduce you to Salem Surround, the next generation answer to digital marketing for your local business. Salem Surround can help your company get the most out of their online reviews and reputation. Call Alyssa for more information at 651-289-4406. Each of us have special dreams if money is no issue. What's your dream? Extra income each month will allow you to do what you want when you want. Freedom of time and money are powerful. Invest in you at Online Trading Academy by calling now for a free investing class by dialing pound 250 on your cell phone. Use the keyword OTA. Again, pound 250, keyword OTA. AM 1280, The Patriot, is WWTC, Minneapolis, St. Paul, FM 107.5, K2.